0: Thank you for joining us at Praise Chapel Paramount. We hope you enjoy this message from our midweek service with Evangelist Jose Vargas. Also, we'd love to hear what God has done in your life. To share your story, email us at info Again, we hope you enjoy this message. Thank you, Lord. It is so good to be in the house of God. And man, on tonight, uh, uh, like my wife said, man, you guys have the bomb pastors, man. They are the bomb. Come on, give it up for your pastors, man. We love them dearly. I was telling him in the office, he's like, you know, the middle, middle, man. He's like, you know, the ball. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's was, it was God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, and the angels. And then right above men is Pastor Omar Lopez right there. And man, that's, you know, man, it, I love him dearly. Glory to God. And him and my pastor running neck to neck. How about that? There we go. Listen, two Sundays from now, you want to be here. You want to be here, two Sundays, February the 3rd. Amen. My pastor's ministering. Amen. Here, uh, Pastor Kelly Lorkey, amen. He's going to be ministering. I just want to give, man, I know he's going to tear it up. Glory, glory. I'm going to ask the worship team to come back up. Man, there was such an anointing in that worship. I'm going to preach. Believe. I'm going to preach, amen, but I, I, you, know, you guys know I'm not long-winded. Uh, but on Monday at the Men's South, I, I knocked this over um i did the water went everywhere amen uh, i thought we was having baptismal service so uh, i'm gonna move this and put this down here amen because i don't want to get baptized amen i would like to get one of those shirts though man i mean i get baptized just to get the shirt <laughs> 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 hey man the book of psalms amen, and man you you guys just come on up just come on up amen and, and we'll just have fun and flow together is that cool amen Come on, man! I love, I, I love Omar, man! I, I love, I love your worship, your sincerity, role, and man, everything that you put into it, the anointing that is on your life, young man, man. I, 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 I've known you for a long time, man. I've known you for, and and I've seen the maturity in you and the maturity in your worship, man, and and how God is elevated, man. Good things are in store. You watch to see what God is getting ready to do. Amen. The book of Psalms, chapter number 22, the, the, the verses will be up here. Psalms, chapter 22, i get to here in a minute. Have you ever felt so close to accomplishing something or so close to getting over something or or even so close to finishing something, then all of a sudden something happens or, or comes against your progress? You're at the verge of getting to the end of something. I I mean, come on. You can see the finish line. You can see your blessing. You can smell your victory. Then it happens. That thing you feared the most happens. Failure, rejection, loneliness, fear. We'll have some good news for you on today. And may you are one praise away from your breakthrough. You are one praise away from your miracle. You are one praise away from your accomplishment. You may feel that you have been overlooked, but you're just one praise away on tonight. Psalms 22 verse number three in the Passion Translation says this. Yet I know that you are most holy. It is indisputable. You are God enthroned, surrounded with songs, living among the shouts of praise of your princely people. Father God, I need an action from on high to be able to minister your word with boldness, with clarity of speech. I pray that you'll anoint my lips for your word. It's already anointed. Open the ear and the hearts of your people, God. Let me minister this message as you have placed it in my heart and in my spirit, God. I pray let not one person leave the way we can, but let us leave changed and transformed by your word, by your power, and by your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. If I could, real briefly, I mean, the Bible makes references on three different accounts of three blind men that Jesus healed. There was a blind man that Jesus spit on the ground, and he made mud, and he put it in his eyes. The book of John, chapter 9, verse number 6. When he, uh, when he said these things, he spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva, and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. Here the man was born blind, and Jesus spat on the ground and made mud to put in the man's eyes. Jesus had to get to the root of the issue watch let let, let me explain my point at creation god said let us make man in our image he took dirt and formed man then he breathed life into him jesus at that moment had to go back to the creation of that man and put his dna into what he used to create him then he was able to see again but that's a different message that's not what i want to talk about today uh, there was the man in whom he, re, or, uh, the man in whom he had spit in his eyes. Amen, where's Pastor Isaac at? Let me spit in, uh, I'm just playing, bro. And that's what I like, though. I mean, he was ready to come up, amen. Oh. Thank you, sir. Mark chapter eight twenty three. So he took the blind man by the hand, and he led him out of town. And when he had spit in his eyes, amen, and put his hands on him, he asked him if he saw anything. Here as you study this out, we see that the man was not born blind, but sometimes during the years of his life, he lost his sight. How do we know that to be true? And I man, I have to go to the end and let's come back to the beginning so you can understand. After Jesus spit in his eyes, he asked him if he could see. The blind man responded, I see men as trees. If he was blind from birth, then how could he know what trees look like? How could he know what men look like? So Jesus transferred his DNA into him by spitting his eyes once and putting his hands on him. Then he was able to see. But mind you, watch this. Mind you, you got to catch this right here. That the first thing that Jesus did was take the man by his hand and he led him out of town. The reason we don't get our breakthrough, the reason we don't get our healing is because we won't let Jesus lead us out of our situation. We want to stay where we are at and get healed right where we're at. We want to stay, amen, and put where we're at and not allow Jesus to lead us to where he wants us to be. That's not what I want to speak about either. The one that I want to speak about, amen, for the next five to ten minutes, if you would give me, amen, it's about blind Bartimaeus, the one that Jesus did not physically touch at all. The book of Mark, the 10th chapter, verse number 46. Now they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. See, sometimes you're in your secret place and trials all around you. Hurt and pain are in there with you, trying to keep you company. Amen. I I, it reminds me of David. Amen. King David was a worshiper. But David wrote his songs in that lonely place when he was taking care of his daddy's sheep in the lonely place where it was just him, the lion or him and the bear. Before David worshipped in the courtyard of the kingdom, David worshipped in the courtyard of loneliness. When his father ignored him, his brothers were out fighting wars. He felt overlooked and lonely. Remember when the prophet Samuel came to Jesse's house to anoint the next king, he caught all of Jesse's sons and he lined them up huh? and he said come on all you guys come up here and jesse walks up the, i'm sorry samuel walks up to the first one and he looks at him and he kind of looked like pastor isaac all oh, big and buff and man huh? you know nice looking yeah, yeah yeah i'm giving you some props today bro and he looked at him, amen, and, and Samuel and Samuel said, this got to be him, look at him strong, and I mean, good looking and I mean, he can fight, and God said, you look at the outward I look at the inward, move on, that ain't him and he moved over to the second one and he began to look him over, God said no, just keep on stepping, he got to the third one, this got to be him the, the, the number three, amen God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost this got to be him, uh-uh, just keep on moving, he went to four he went to five he got to number six come on Jesse I mean it's got to be somewhere around here and he finally got to the seventh one and Samuel looked up and guy said God this is the EJV version by the way Samuel looked up and said God this is seven this is the number of completion this got to be him and God said completely no move on and he said there's nowhere else to move on there's nobody else Jesse is there somebody else And Jesse said, Yeah. There's another guy. He's out tending some sheep. He's in the lonely place singing some songs where nobody wants to be at, huh? cleaning some sheep, huh? watching over some sheep, huh? and Jesse saying, and then Samuel said, Jesse, call on him, and, and he called Sam, he said, David, come here, and David comes running in, and the prophet anoints him with oil, and then he's running down, and and Jesse, and and Jesse says, you know, this is my son, this is the last one, and, and after he anoints him, David looks at Jesse and said, can I go back out and play? Amen, this doesn't mean nothing to me right now can I go back out Amen, and be where I'm supposed to be about my father's business if the number 7 is the number of completion then the number 8 is the number of new beginnings you might be in your lonely place but the 8 it's getting ready to come out on you tonight. That eighth one is getting ready. There's a new beginning in your life. There's newness getting ready to come upon you. And it comes in that lonely place. When you're down and out. When you've been forgotten. When nobody else is looking at you. Come on, those songs that God has given you. When you're down by yourself. It looks like nobody is around. And man, it feels like you've been forgotten. Nobody's looking down on you. And it's just you and God and that song in your spirit. you might feel overlooked and lonely tonight but you are one praise away you may feel forgotten tonight but you're one praise away you may feel worthless but you are one praise away I wish I had some praisers in the house on tonight amen that have been in that lonely place that can testify that you are only one praise away Bartimaeus did one thing that I suggest you catch tonight he praised listen in the midst of his hurt he prays in the midst of his pain he prays in the midst of his darkness he prays well, what do you mean he prays I'm glad you asked let's read the entire story so you can see what I'm talking about let's pick it up at verse number 46 now they came to Jericho as he went out of Jericho with his disciples a great multitude blind Bartimaeus the son of Timaeus sat by the road begging and when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth he began to cry out and say Jesus Son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet. But he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer, rise, for he is calling. See, Bartimaeus must have been brought up in a religious home to know this one thing. He called Jesus. Son of David. David was a worshiper and a praiser. I believe David understood what praise was. That's why he said enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless him his holy name david understood it that's why he said i will bless the lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth if you remember it was david while they were bringing the ark of the covenant from obadinum's house that he took off his royal ephod he took off his royal diadem he took off his position in order to dance before the lord david understood the power of praise and when bartimaeus called jesus son of david in other words bartimaeus realized it that the one that can heal him. The one that can set him free. The one that can deliver him. The one that can restore your marriage. The one that can bring your backslidden kids home. The one that can bring your backslidden spouse home. The one that can give you the raise on your job. The one that can heal your body. The one that can restore everything that's broken. The one that can bring back. And it was walking around. He realized, I'm one praise away. I might as well give God that one praise to get me to where I need to be, at. you're one praise away tonight from getting yours. Let, let me go to our text real quick Psalms 22 3 in the Passion. I mean, yet I know that you are most holy, it's indisputable. You are God enthroned, surrounded with songs, living among the shouts of praise of your princely people. So when Bartimaeus called out to Jesus, the Bible says that Jesus stood still watch this that one praise stopped jesus in his tracks that one praise caused jesus to recognize him that one praise brought forth the healing that he needed what do you need tonight well, what are you believing God for on tonight? You're one praise away from it coming to pass. In our text, it says that he dwells or he lives in our praise. So if he lives and he dwells in our praise, I love to say this all the time. Amen. I if God lives in our praise and in our worship, then what are you building for him to praise in? What are you living? What are you building for him to live in? Are you building him a shack or are you building him a cathedral? I mean, come on. In the midst of your storm, are you giving God praise or are you giving your storm praise in the midst of your pain are you giving God praise or are you giving your pain praise and man I'm tired of Christians always walking around oh God look how big my problem is oh God look how big my situation why don't you tell your problem how big your God is why don't you tell your situation how big your God is I mean come on I wish I had some folk in this place that have gone through some stuff in their life that have been down and out that have been hurt I mean they got so desperate that they cried out son of David have mercy on me when was the last time you worshipped you got so desperate that Jesus stood still on your behalf when was the last time you got so desperate Amen. That Jesus stopped in his Him. and, and man, got up from his throne and looked down and said, Look, they're not complaining about their hurt. They're not complaining about their letdown. They're not complaining because they don't have no money. They're not complaining because their cell phone got cut off. They're not complaining because they don't have gas money. They're giving me praise in the midst of everything. They're giving me worship in the midst of their hurt, in the midst of their letdown, in the midst of their obstacles. They're worshiping me. our text says that he dwells or he lives in our praise so why not let praise live in your debt why not let your praise live in your sickness why not let praise live in your loneliness Put praise where he dwells uh, into your situation. We're waiting for the preacher to lay hands on us uh, to get our healing. We wait on the preacher, amen, to lay hands on us uh, to get our deliverance. Uh, listen, I believe on laying out of hands. I, I really do. Amen. I but some of us uh, have gotten so many hands laid on us uh, and so much oil put on us uh, that we look like pigs at a state fair. Amen. Uh, I but if you tap uh, into the power of praise uh, and get out of yourself, uh, move from where you are at allow the holy spirit to lead you and give god that one praise you're one praise away from it coming to pass you're one praise away amen, I from it coming your healing is right around the corner your deliverance is around the corner I and then mean, you got to open your mouth and give god praise i know sometimes you don't feel like it I know sometimes you don't feel like lifting your hands. The worship leaders up here lift your hands. Stomp your feet. I don't feel like it preacher and man you don't know what I've gone through. You know I don't know but I know this. I know God is able. I know God is a redeemer. I know he's a healer. I know my God and man we'll make a way out of no way. We ought to stand to our feet and worship a living God on tonight. You're one praise away. You're one praise away. Ah, uh, you're one praise away. It's getting ready to come tonight. You're one praise away. Your healing is coming tonight. I mean, you're one praise away. Your marriage can get restored tonight. You're one praise away. I said this at the men's discipleship. We don't need no more programs. We don't need no more lights and cameras. We don't need a 12-step program. What we need is the Holy Ghost. What we need is one step to the altar. What we need is one praise to get us to where we need to be at. Hallelujah. You're one praise away. I'm, I'm, I'm... I'm at the place. Listen, listen, I'm at the place. This is something that I've had to live. I've had to live this. I would sit in my car and cry. Sit in my car and cry. Say, God, where are you? Where are you, God? Why do I have to go through this? But I learned a long time ago that I don't ask why no longer. I don't even ask how long do I got to go through this. I just know that in the midst of my pain and my hurt, when everything is falling apart, I know that if I hold on to God's unchanging hand. If I know this, that if I hold on to him. I've learned this one thing. As long as I've got King Jesus, everything is going to be all right as long as I hold on to his unchanging hand, everything is gonna be alright. I know if I walk it out, I and mean, then come on what good is it to just sit there and moan and complain? And man if you're gonna moan and complain, I and mean, why pray? Why worship? Why not turn it around and say God I'm giving you glory in the midst of my storm. I'm praising you. When I'm going through, I'm praising you. It don't look like my body's healed now but I'm gonna praise you. My mirrors may be all messed up. I'm gonna because I know it's getting ready to turn around for my behalf. I'm closing, I'm closing right here. I already turned my iPad off. <laughs> I want to pray for some folks. Listen. When we realize the power of praise, listen, this is not just a part that we add to a church service to take time. We just don't sing songs and worship just to add some time no but it establishes the presence of the Lord come on back in the Old Testament they would send the praisers out before war to establish the presence of God they would send the worshipers out come on go worship go worship for our king go worship if we haven't caught on to it yet you wonder why you always every time it's worship time you always get mind better every time it's worship time you don't feel like lifting your hand you feel like messing up amen you don't want to be here you're like man now, that song again we got to sing that song again we just sang it on Sunday we just sang it yesterday we got to sing it again amen that's why because the devil understands watch this the devil understands if he can get your mind from praising him if he can get you from praising amen if he was a worship leader in heaven so he understands uh, what that does to God and if he can stop you from getting your mind uh, into worship uh, listen sometimes I don't feel like work can I just be real I'm going to be anyway I don't always feel like lifting my hands and shouting. I don't always feel amen, like singing a song. I don't always feel when my worship leader tells us come on, lift your hands. Man, you don't know the kind of day I but I'm going to lift my hands. Amen. Amen. Come on. So I don't always feel like it, but I know this, that if I do it when I don't feel like it, the reward is great. Amen. Because my situation begins to turn. My body begins to get happy, excited. Amen. Because I know that I'm inhabited and that God is living in my praise so I don't know what you're going through tonight I don't know what you're needing from God on tonight I don't know what miracle I don't know what financial blessing I don't know what healing you need on tonight I mean but I promise you this I promise you this you're one praise away from it coming to pass Somebody should have got up and shot it right about there. Hey Amen. Come on, you going through some stuff. You like somebody? All I got to do is pray. Hallelujah. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's message from Praise Chapel Paramount. If you want to stay connected, follow us online with Facebook and Instagram at PC Paramount, or visit our website at Praise Chapel Paramount. Dot com.